What value is there in connecting with the outside world? What perspective can we gain from leaving our environment and getting knowledge from the world around us? It turns out being stuck inside your tower has a strong influence on some very key leadership skills. In this episode, we'll explain the pitfalls of what we call the Rapunzel effect. Welcome to the 90th percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna O'Corn, and joining me today is my father and renowned psychometrician, Joe Folkman. Hi, Bree. So today you're going to let your hair down, right? I, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good dad joke. <laughs> One of my... Um, Favorite things about working with you is bringing you all of my random questions to see if you have a good answer. Now, before my marketing days, I studied theater in college, and I remember one of my professors told me something that really stuck with me. I I had taken some time off from acting to travel, and I served a service mission for my church. And when I came back, he said, I always love it when people take time off from theater and experience people in the world around them because when they come back, they're much better actors. And I felt that way too, that, you know, being so entrenched in my environment, I had I had a smaller perspective of the world and different people and cultures. And by stepping away, I was able to gain greater insights and inspiration and bring them back to my work. So I asked you what the value of leaders doing, you know, the same thing of connecting to the outside world. Well, this is actually an overlooked skill, and I think it's a really important skill. During the pandemic, we've seen lots of efforts to uh, make a connection, and we've lost lots of connections with others. Uh, my last trip before the pandemic in February 2020, I just returned from 10 days in Australia. It was delightful. And I was speaking to hundreds of people and interacting with international distributors. I was enjoying Australia's sights and foods and hospitality. You know, mm -hmm. I traveled almost every week for four decades. But during the pandemic, uh, there were some painful losses uh, that we all uh, kind of experienced. And I didn't travel at all. Since returning last February, I found most of my working hours in my office in my home at a computer screen, writing, researching, and of course, talking on Zoom. And I've spoken to clients from across the world. And often I'm amazed at how easy it was to speak to Amsterdam in the morning, Italy in the late morning, Arizona in the afternoon, and Vietnam in the evening of the same day. That's an amazing day. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought, well, if I traveled, I, I could have gone to one place and that would have been it. So mm -hmm. while I feel I've been productive in the last year, I also realize that I'm missing something. I, I feel a bit like Rapunzel locked in my office, <laughs> looking out at the world. And, and, you know, it's even worse than that because I put curtains in my office now. And it's, <laughs> so it's dark. I don't even... I can't, you know, because, you know, you can't have the, 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 the light, for, you know, it's ruining your picture on, on Zoom. <laughs> so while the digital world is interesting 
and allows me to share information and insight. It, it doesn't uh, replace that experience of being there. So what is the value of connecting with the outside world? What perspectives can we gain from uh, leaving that environment and gaining knowledge from the world around us? Well, I think something, uh, you know, when someone is accused of being out of touch, it is a big wake up call for them. And not just for small things like when Generation Z said to millennial women that they can't wear skinny jeans anymore because they moved on to baggy jeans from the 90s. <laughs> know all about that. No, being truly out of touch can be quite serious and can stem from an individual's lack of information or understanding of their internal or external environment. So you brilliantly named this issue the Rapunzel effect because it may be time for you to leave your tower. So I gathered data from 110,000 leaders on the extent to which they were viewed as an antenna for their organization, bringing in relevant information for the benefit of the business. This external perspective is a powerful capability, and for some leaders, it's challenging to develop. For example, if you've ever been in an accident, you may be surprised to discover that you remember very little of what happened around you. In the, in the moment of crisis, an individual's visual perspective draws in, and, and you miss a lot of what's going on at, in the external environment. Yeah, that does, that does happen. And a similar effect can happen to any individual in an organization when there's, you know, a great deal of activity around them, which is always the stress, the expectations, the timelines that are required, and the 100% focus of what you need to be doing and what's happening internally. I mean, there's obvious a lot happening externally that we miss. And for a leader to gain increased external perspective, they need to rip themselves away from the organization's internal activities and focus on customers, competitors, trends happening across the globe. Having this innate curiosity is an important characteristic and it can help leaders build and improve that external perspective. Well, to help understand this external perspective better, I analyzed 360-degree assessment data from 66,000 leaders. Now, while external perspective does not happen automatically, as leaders are promoted to higher management levels, I found a significant increase in external perspective from one level to the next. Typically, the first-level supervisor is focused on internal issues impacting their group. At the same time, the CEO is forced to deal with issues from customers, competitors, government regulations, global trends, all those issues affect that CEO. And so naturally, he's looking outward a lot more than the person at the bottom. And, and that's kind of a problem that I see is that, you know, it's kind of built into other people's jobs. But if you have every level at the organization encouraged to have that external perspective. I mean, surely that's going to be better for the organization. And I'd imagine you're going to have more innovation and even collaboration among teams instead of having people, you know, the attitude of, eh, you know, that's not really my job. I'll just stay down here. Yes. Don't let this analysis of where leaders rank lead you to the belief that external perspective is only beneficial for people at the top of the organization. On the contrary, I've found that this skill can improve leaders at every level by looking at its effect 
on other leadership competencies. In other words, how does adding this skill make you better at other skills? There are five skills that benefit the most from increased external perspective. This is similar to lifting weights or swimming or riding bikes and stretching makes you a better runner. Other skills help you be better at this one skill. Interesting. So in other words, being better at external perspective makes you better at these five skills. It has that ability to kind of push them up. Now, when you compared leaders who were in the bottom quartile to those at the top in these five skills with the biggest differences, you found that the bottom quartile was rated at the 22nd percentile and those at the top were rated at the 80th percentile on the five skills. So simply connecting more to the outside world really can boost your effectiveness in these areas. Well, it really helps. And so let me go through these five skills. Number one, develop strategic perspective. The connection here is obvious. Insights about what's happening with customers, competitors, technology. Well, that can help you craft a winning strategy. Organizations are disrupted when their leaders fail to have an external perspective. The second is champions change. Uh, for people to change, they need a rationale that answers the question, why do I need to change? External perspectives helps provide that rationale. For example, it's easy when riding your bike or walking to assume you're going fast, but when passed by another person, most people increase their pace. They walk faster. Understanding what innovations competitors are utilizing and increased expectations of customers can motivate organizations to change quickly. The third is solve problems. You can learn so much from other people who've already solved your problem. I remember one of my children was having some sensory processing issues and I went online and found these mom forums that were such an amazing resource to me. And people were sharing all these different things that worked for their kids and advice from different therapists and doctors around the globe. It was awesome. And I'm constantly humbled that you and mom raised children without Google because I asked Google so many questions. <laughs> So chances are that your competitors or customers have solved some of the problems you're facing. So go and learn from them, gather inspiration, and then come back and develop a new innovative solution that works for your organization. The fourth one is communicating powerfully. Now, have you ever spoken with an individual you found really interesting? Chances are you found them so fascinating because their varied interest and knowledge and perspectives and life experiences. One of the most effective ways leaders communicate is with stories. Increased external perspective provides leaders with more compelling stories and examples that help leaders understand the need for change and the issues that impact their future. That's interesting. And it kind of reminds me of that brilliant ad campaign. Do you remember it was, I think it was the beer about the guy who's the, he is the most interesting man in the world, <laughs> but, but it's true. We are drawn to interesting people. Um, and if you're just stuck in your, your zone, sometimes that does make you a little less creative. And people are often saying, especially a lot now, like what you do for work isn't who you are. It isn't your whole story, even though sometimes your work feels so consuming. But finding your identity in different things surely can inspire your work. 
This kind of leads to our very last point of how connecting to the outside world can help. Well, the last one is number five, establishing stretch goals. A few years ago, I, I went on a very long hike. It was 45 miles. It was in Utah. We started out at 5,000 feet and we climbed the highest peak in Utah, Kings Peak, which is 13,500 feet. Now, what did I look at for the majority of that hike? I'll tell you, I looked at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is kind of, well, you're in this beautiful place and, you know, you're, but you look at your feet because you have a, this backpack and the, you know, there's rocks in the trails and, you know, you, you, you're going to trip or something and, and you look at your feet and, you know, when I go in organizations, what are people looking at? They're looking at their feet. They're mm -hmm. thinking about their to-do list and what they've got to do and all the stuff they've got to do. One of the things that really helps organizations be successful is and leaders setting stretch goals. And, and oftentimes it's that external perspective where we go, good grief, we are so behind. I mean, I remember one time in our organization in a small firm, we were so proud of how much we've grown. And then we looked at the average growth over the same period for most companies. And we realized that, that we were only average. I mean, we thought we were killing it, but we were just average. And when you look at that and you go, gosh, other firms grew a lot more than we did. Uh, you start to say, we need to do more. We need to be better. We need to go faster. And that's that stretch goal. And external perspective helps you to do this. Now, during this time, we've all been hunkered down. We've traveled less. We've connected with fewer people. For many, their external perspective has diminished as they naturally focus towards solving internal problems and coping with various changes. Many have adjusted to the new environment, and it's now it's time for you to <laughs> leave the tower, let your <laughs> hair down, either physically or virtually, get out there and connect with the outside world. This doesn't just mean having a better understanding of your competitors or industry. It means finding inspiration in the world around you, which may come from unexpected places. Take a break, take a walk, take a vacation, take a class, listen to a podcast, especially this one, <laughs> and take yes. some time. Whether you take some time off or schedule some blocks in your work week to become more informed, the benefits are there. And tell your boss not to worry. Research supports that you'll be more effective when you come back. The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Zanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.